0: The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Seminar. A small group of students, as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussions. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Issue 9. Personification.
2: Perhaps one of the most fascinating aspects of the human imagination is the desire to change the circumstances given to them. From the mundane to the more pivotal events in life, humans felt the need to sensationalize. Personification is a literary device wherein an inanimate object or an animal is given human characteristics. Practiced often, it was a logical progression for humans who owned domesticated animals. For example, look at the personification of cows in rumination.
3: Cha cha. Is it time yet? Time for what? (laughs) Time to get in line for dinner. You're kidding,
4: right? What do you mean? Agnes, don't you have any sense of time at all? Why do you say that? We just finished breakfast, and now we're heading out into the pasture for a bit of light grazing. Oh, yeah. You have forgotten! I don't know how you can forget it so quickly! Remember standing at the trough, the shoving, the chewing, the slobbering, the bovine odour... We just did that. All us girls pushed together trying to get our nuts in the trough. I can't believe you. The most traumatic moment of the day and you've instantly forgotten it. Let's stop here. This is my favourite view.
3: Is it time yet? You just asked me that. Well, that was, you know, um, ages ago. How long?
4: How long ago was it? Well, I'd say
3: it was, oh, um, it was, oh, hmm. Goddess, how, how long ago was it? Oh, yeah, well,
4: just ages ago. How do you figure that? Well,
3: I asked if it was time. Yeah. And then you started telling me how forgetful I was. Right. And, well, that seemed to go on forever. Forever? So, it seemed like a good time to ask. Well, it wasn't. How about now?
4: Let's just look at the hillside for a while. Admire nature's beauty. All right. In two hour, count <coughs> Coming up. Agnes, do you have to say that every time?
3: I guess not. Is it time? Time for what? Time to get in line for dinner.
4: No, it's not time yet. Oh, okay. Agnes, why do you keep asking that? What, Cha-Cha? you keep asking if it's time to get in line for
3: dinner! Oh, yeah. Why do you do it? Oh, well, I... You know, I just want to, um... Oh, Oh, I want to be first in line. Very good. You
4: want to be first in line. Okay. And why do you want to be first in line?
3: So I get to the trough first.
4: Why, Agnes? Why? 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 Hmm? What is the point of getting there first? Answer me that if you can. Is the feed better? Is it fresher, softer, more flavorful? Well, I tell you, no, it is not. Is the feed more plentiful? No, it's not. The trough is continually refilled until all of us have eaten. So what do you encounter when you get to the trough first? It's muddy, it's smelly, nasty, noisy, crowded and unpleasant. Just like getting in the trough last, only with cows pushing at your behind. Yep. That sounds good to you?
3: Well, there's this new worker. <laughs> he looks... Awfully cute. If I'm first in line, I can get a better look at him. You want to look
4: at the new feed tender? Once, he took off his outer covering. Shit. And his hide glistened in the sunlight. They call it skin, not hide.
3: Oh. Skin. Skin. I like that. Are you an idiot? He's not even our species. Well,
2: hmm.
3: it looks nice. Nice? Yeah, the smooth high skin with the sun glinting off of it. It glistened because he was sweating.
4: Oh. Sweat. Wastewater oozing out of his hot skin.
3: Still think it's nice? Well, <laughs> it's nice to look at.
4: I want to give you some advice. Okay. You promised to take this advice? Just this one bit of advice? Okay. Forget about the feed tender. Forget it. Coming up. Are you going to forget? Forget what! Alright then...
3: Is it time now? <laughs> not again... No! It is not time now! Ah, I want to see the good looking worker. How long will it be?
4: If you want to see beauty, just look across the field. Look at the rolling hills, gentle and green, the sun warming them fragrant and fresh and covered with moist, lovely grass we
3: could eat. The hills? Hmm, aren't they beautiful? Well, hmm, they look fat. What? they hills. They look all round, pudgy, and sloppy. Not like Lefty. Lefty? He's not round like the hills. He's kind of flat in the middle. <laughs> the fade tender? Flat with lumpy parts. It's
4: nice. This is worse than I thought. You gave him a name? Yeah. Lefty?
3: He uses his left hand the most. He does? I thought they only came the other way. Yeah, so
4: did I. But what do you really want? The human with the shiny hide or the hay he throws in the trough? Um,
3: that's a good question. Hmm... Let me think, is it time? You forgot
4: the question.
3: Yeah, sure. Do you
4: really want the human or the hay he throws in the trough? Oh, right. Stay with me now. The human. Or the hay?
3: Human hay, human hay, Oh! If... if he were made of hay, that would be even better. Utters! Yeah, the greatest!
4: Coming up.
3: Is it time?
4: You want to be first in line, right?
3: Yeah, so I can see Lefty. Yes, it's time now.
4: Oh, wow. You better go now, if you want to be first in line. Okay, come on, let's go. You go ahead. Come on. I'm going to stay here and enjoy the view for a while. Hmm. And the smell of warm earth and fresh grass. <sighs> the feel of sun on my back. Mm. The view of hills covered with grass. Huh, they do look sloppy. Fat. <sighs> Guess I'll go get in line.
2: As the class is now nearing its final examination, the class will now break into two groups for the exam. Group A will consist of students 1 through 4. Group B, students 4 to 7. I will forgo the assessment for this session because you will need to prepare for this assignment. Note, I will be watching your progress. To continue, observe more colloquial slang. I note how this story uses humor to bring a character to life for his author. A specific part of the male anatomy has been used for comedic effect. The piece utilizes a humor device known as the Punch line. Don't come back until I have a penis.
5: Enrique swept Samantha into his bronze arms, muscles rippling beneath his silk shirt and she trembled. The weather from fear or anticipation, she couldn't tell. Please, Enriquez, I can bear it no longer. Please make me a woman. Your woman.
6: Hush, querida. You are my woman.
5: He moved them to the rose petals strewn four-poster bed and he laid her on satin sheets. His hands caressed her body. Each touch burning brand upon her skin. And her nightgown seemed to melt away. Then. And then.
6: Then what?
5: Shut up, Enrique. I can't write with you ask me that every five minutes.
6: It is not so easy to be quiet when someone can't write you into a decent love scene, Jen. And you call yourself a writer.
5: You know, this is where the money is. Once I'm collecting royalties from smut, I can think about doing some actual writing.
6: Blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you what your real problem is.
5: I'm not listening!
6: You have to. I'm inside your head.
5: Talking to yourself is the first sign of insanity.
6: And you're going insane because...
5: La 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 la. I'm not listening. La 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 la. I'm not listening.
6: Then why are you typing our conversation?
5: What? Samantha gasped in shock at the sudden chill from the open window. And you're going insane because la 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 la. I'm not listening. And why are you typing? conversation.
6: Ah! Your problem is that you need to get laid. Sex gen, S-E-X. How can you write a love scene if you've never experienced one?
5: Sorry, couldn't understand you. Your accent is an audio bro pad.
6: You wrote me as a Latin lover?
5: Fine. That can be changed.
6: Oh, smashing now I sound gay.
5: <sighs> Men... There. Back to original.
6: No. Since you avoided my earlier statement, let me reiterate.
5: Plenty of virgins write this stuff.
6: Shh. Uh, it's too idealistic even by smart novel standards. But this relation is so difficult for you. The plots are all the same. They are not? The girl is always a virgin. i a widow and a mother of six children, and hasn't had sex in at least a million years. Oh, she was raped a long time ago. She's never older than 29, and sometimes she meets her intended love between the ages of 6 and 13, before they are tragically separated to meet again when they're older. She's in terrible trouble and needs the aid of, or has to fight against, some guy to achieve her goal. Other than getting laid, of course. The man is always around 6 years older than her. He is never a virgin, and has been burned by love many times. It's either love I hate at first sight, but always some kind of attraction and or a common goal. One, one of them gets hurt, and the other feels obligated to care for them. Either way, 200 pages of sexual tension, and voila, smooches by the moonlight. Dare you contradict?
5: Hmm. Reincarnations of former lovers?
6: Oh, don't make me get into supernatural romance. Past lives, vampires, spaceships, repeats. At any rate, you see my point. And most writers don't get as frustrated by it as you do.
5: I can't help it if writing sex makes me...
6: Aroused?
5: Uncomfortable.
6: There is something that might help.
5: I can't afford a therapist.
6: You gotta afford sex. Go. Out! And get laid!
5: I will not degrade myself just to ease some discomfort.
6: This is not up for debate. There is a more pressing issue at hand than your discomfort.
5: And that would be... Ah! Put your towel back on!
6: No, you look at me. Look at what you created. I look like a godforsaken Kendall. If you can't write it, I don't have it. What am I going to tell my friends?
5: You don't have friends. You're a figment of my imagination.
6: That is not the point.
5: Well, how am I supposed to have sex if I have no prospects, huh?
6: How am I supposed to have sex if I have no genitals, huh?
5: Okay, fine. Samantha gasped, and for a moment, she thought of the moonlight had deceived her as she gazed upon Enrique's impressive man. No! Hey, lick on my hands!
6: Don't lower yourselves to that. Do not use the M word. Not manhood.
5: Then what would you prefer? Man wand? Tender appendage? Robbing hunk of man meat? There aren't too many flooding possibilities beyond manhood.
6: How about the actual word? We are all grown ups, Jenna. Right, like one. (sighs) Do me and Samantha a favor and go out and get laid.
5: I will not go out and randomly pick someone up at a bar. I don't like bars and I don't like men who go to bars. Because I've always wanted my first time to be with a man who wears more jewelry than I do and leaves his shirt halfway unbuttoned to show off the three chest hairs he has... No way, not in a million years. Not even if you paid me.
6: If I paid you, you'd be a prostitute.
5: Shut up.
6: And don't tell me you have no prospects. There is one person I know you'll be happy to screw.
5: There are other ways to get you to shut up, Enrique.
6: Hey, wait, wait, no, Jen, well, Jen, no, hey, what did that? Uh, don't do that! Stop! 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 Jen, please! Hey! I am talking here.
2: Jen! don't <sighs> no, no. Jesus!
6: Changing my hair color, giving me a few more muscles, and switching my name to Eduardo does not make me go away. Okay, this is going too far. I'm not a Latin lover, I'm a circus freak! I've got so many muscles I can't even fart!
5: I'll give you a hundred bucks if you can find me one romance novel where the hero farts.
6: Tell me you did not just bet a figment of your imagination a (sighs) hundred dollars.
5: Okay, I give up. I can't write this crap, and I can't get my own head to leave me alone either. All that's left to me now is, hey! Where's my quarter Rocky Road? Eduardo?
6: How could I have eaten it? I don't exist. You ate it two days ago after your mother called.
5: Ugh. Right. Well, time to fess up the facts. I'm no writer, and I never will be.
6: Oh, don't be like that. We both know you're a great writer.
5: Quit being sweet. I hate it when you're sweet, it makes you difficult to ignore. Go back to being annoying.
6: First, tell me why you won't go sleep with Senor Eric.
5: We're just friends. He doesn't see me that way.
6: Oh, really?
7: Hey, Jen. Uh, this is Eric. I, I know you're there, so pick up the phone. Uh, Alright, well, um, I was just calling to say hi. Call me back.
5: That doesn't mean anything. Lots of friends call each other to say hi.
7: Hey, Jen pick up the phone. Alright, well, uh, I got these coupons to the steakhouse downtown, and I thought if you wanted to go to dinner, but you're not there, so uh, call me back if you're hungry, okay? Bye.
6: That was an offer for a date.
5: He doesn't like to eat alone, is all. Steakhouse is not the epitome of romance. Nothing says lovin' like devouring seared flesh.
6: You are changing the subject
7: not answering your phone, people are really gonna start thinking that you're not actually home. Howard Hughes used to lock himself in his room too, and look where he is. That's right. Dead. Come on, Jen. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, 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 pick up the phone. I can keep this up as long as you can pick up the phone, pick up the phone, pick up the phone, pick up the phone
5: Okay, that was him just trying to annoy me.
6: No. That was him desperately trying to talk to you. That man probably has balls so blue the Smurfs are all jealous. Hell, I'm jealous of him just for having balls at all.
5: I told you. He and I are just friends. I've tried everything. All the stupid little tricks that women do to get someone to notice them. I cut my hair, I grew it out, I curled it, I ironed it down... I dyed it, I bleached it, I dressed up, I dressed down, I went with and without makeup, I learned how to curl my freaking eyelashes, I wore skirts if he's a leg man, jeans if he was an ass man, pushed up my breasts until I had a chin rest. There's nothing left for me to try.
6: Ever try telling him you are attracted to him? Call him. No. You think I'm going to accept no? Call him.
5: He's probably busy.
6: You won't know unless you call him. Caller ID, Eric Edwards. Well, well. Perhaps his ears were burning.
5: A few other things are going to be burning in a minute.
6: They cannot. They do not exist.
7: Hey, Jen. How's it going? Uh, Eric, once more. Pick up the phone. Come on and pick up the phone. You're turning me into a stalker. This doesn't bode well. You'll be the recluse, I'll be the stalker, and what's worse, I know you're sitting right there screening (sighs) the call right now.
5: Damn it. Hi, Eric.
7: I knew it. Jen, why do you always screen your calls?
5: In case if it's someone I don't want to talk to. Get over there and get
7: laid. Does that mean you don't want to talk to me? Because I've been trying to get a hold of you.
5: Oh, no. No, no. It's just that I'm trying to work on my book. I don't think I even heard a phone ring.
0: Just, just, little liar. Well,
7: um, <laughs> I, I was calling to see if, um, if you wanted to, you know, get together, uh,
5: maybe watch an old movie.
6: That means he wants to cuddle on a couch in the dark.
5: Shut up.
6: Uh, what,
5: what was that? Oh, uh, not you, Eric. It's. Uh the cat.
7: You have a cat now? When did that happen?
5: A really demanding, annoying cat. That I'm keeping for a friend.
7: Oh. Well, okay. So I've got popcorn, the really buttery kind. <laughs> um, are are you up are you up for it?
6: Jen Enrique Eduardo. Eric Edwards. It does not take a rocket scientist to figure this out.
5: Eric, I'm just going to come over. We'll we'll figure something out what to do when I get there, okay?
7: Sounds like a plan. Um, but is everything all right? You sound a little distracted.
5: <laughs> Actually, Eric, I can't get you out of my head. I'll see you in a bit. Happy now, Eduardo.
6: Not yet, but I I am proud of you. Let's get you dressed. Do you have anything that shows a little skin?
5: Well, there's this dress.
6: Perfect. Wraps around the front to show off the cleavage and make the legs look longer.
5: Now you do sound gay.
6: Shut up and put that on.
5: What about hair?
6: Leave it down. Don't overdo your makeup. It's blush, not war paint. Eric likes you, what you wear.
5: Then why the hell am I bothering?
6: You told him you can't stop thinking about him, right?
5: Not in those exact words.
6: Blah, blah. You told him this, so prove it. Look like you made an effort. He will appreciate it.
5: Hey, those are my glasses. I need to see the movie.
6: Have you not been paying attention? You are not going to watch a movie.
5: I'll at least need them to drive.
6: (sighs) Fine. But leave them in the car. We want him to see your eyes after you did all that work on them. Now put on your fuck-me heels and take a look in the mirror.
5: I feel like a tramp.
6: How you feel is irrelevant. How do you think you look?
5: Like a tramp.
6: My work is done. A movie will be the farthest thing from his mind, trust me.
5: Do I have a choice?
6: No. Now get out of here and don't come back until I have a piss! Hmm. According to town and country, tulip bulbs are cheaper if Jen buys them online. Jen! It's 11 a.m. Good news?
5: <laughs> Mission accomplished.
6: So I have. Yes!
2: <laughs> your assignment for next week. Meet with your groups as the thesis for your culminating project is due next week. Class dismissed. Supplemental Inquiry. Syllabus and Course Schedule.
0: The binary, orderly instructor attempts to make sense of chaos in humanity.
2: Chaos is illogical and obedience to the laws of government-created order.
0: The students reveal the final titles for the stories they will be presenting during the final exam. Please state the thesis for your
2: group and what you will be referencing.
0: And the instructor shows the students a glimpse into something that might mean more than they realize.
2: The pinnacle of these highly emotional states can lead to what is known as a breaking point.
0: Do your homework for class. Seminar, Issue 10, premiering November 24th, 2007. Only at PendantAudio.com. Next week. On the next, The Kingery. I meant to talk to you about your duties recently.
7: I need someone to talk to. I have to find my daughter, and I don't know how. How can I help? What do you need? Lower your voice. Tivia could be in danger. If someone knows what
0: I've done. I'm sorry, Proc. This can't continue. What? Never let it be said that I don't do my homework. I got a new job for you now. It's easy, I promise. All right. Take a digicam and just get some pictures.
2: No problem, boss. Good girl. Why well, are you hanging out with such a lustrous company?
0: Ain't your business, Maddie, unless I'm under arrest. No. Then we're done here. How may I assist you? I need transfer records.
7: That information is classified.
0: Please display current soul vacationers.
7: That information is classified.
0: What isn't classified? What did you do? I did what I thought was best. I know you're upset, but you shouldn't be. He was my friend. You're just going to have to trust me.
5: Julie!
0: Jawbone, please leave. Now.
5: That made up my mind. That's all there is to it.
1: So that's it, then.
5: Of course that's not it. This is just a stepping
2: stone.
1: I think it's a one-way ticket to a prison planet, maybe.
2: That won't happen. That's all I'm saying. I have to take care of myself. All right,
7: all right.
1: Next
0: time on The Kingery. Only at PendantAudio.com
7: Hey, baby. Why don't you skip it? Come into the cargo hold with me.
2: What? Ew. Ah,
7: uh, come on. There's no cameras in there. We can be all alone.
0: And in one month, in the next chapter of Once Upon a Time in Vegas, new friendships are formed.
3: You're Philip Carter Grayson. Yes, I am. Your movie sucks.
0: (laughs) I'm aware. I'm sorry you had to sit through this much of it. Old friendships are rekindled.
5: Danny, what are you doing with a box of candy, an X-Acto knife, and a calculator in the middle of the
1: lobby? Well, if one serving of Whoppers has 123 calories, and there are 46 Whoppers in a box and three servings per container, uh, how many times do I cut in half before Ginger can eat them?
5: If you worked for me, I'd never make you do this. You know why? Because I'd eat the whole box.
0: An invitation is issued. I'll be expected at the after party for ass-kissing. Will you be going?
3: Oh, I can't. My boss will see me, and I'm really not supposed to be here.
0: Well, if you change your mind and think you could sneak in, please come. This is the first time I've really laughed in a month. A gauntlet is thrown down.
5: I'm just saying that I probably should have stopped after the sixth or even the seventh Diet Coke since by then. It was mostly carbonated water, hardly any syrup at all, but I wanted so much to be like you, Ginger. I figured I'd just drink them dry.
1: Um, Ginger, they're all out of diet.
3: You bitch! You did it on purpose!
0: And help comes from an unlikely source.
3: I'm not dressed for a party. I don't even own anything that would be remotely appropriate. What if I told you it could all be taken care of? What? Is someone gonna wave a magic wand and fix my appearance?
0: The fairy tale continues November 16th, 2007. Only at PendantAudio.com
2: Supplemental Inquiry?
1: for Seminar. Featuring the voice talents of Sue Jenkins as the instructor. In Ruminations, Era Pelloti as Agnes and Amanda Fitzwater as Cha-Cha, written by Perry Whittle. In Don't Come Back Until I Have a Penis, Victoria Erica as Samantha and Jen. David Alexander McDonald as Enrique and James Rossi as Eric. Written by Alicia Lane Matheson. Based on a short story by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Directed by Catherine Pride. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Original music by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2007, Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2007, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.